it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. People are talking about interest rate anxiety. We hear it all the time with buyers. We hear it all the time with sellers. And we've got some solutions. Stay tuned. We'll talk about them right now. Oh, we're back. Mark, how are you? Good, Stevs. You? Good, yeah. Well, thanks. Well, thanks. Do I sound okay? Because my throat, my voice is gone today. Stevs, you sound beautiful, man. Smooth. You sound beautiful. Smooth. Yeah, I love it. Smooth. I love it. Smoother. Smoother. <laughs> You're beautiful. Hey, um, we yes. had a good long hard think about today. We, we talked and you and I said, what do people want to know about? What is the question on everyone's lips? What are people concerned about? What are people stressed about? What are people thinking? And we couldn't help but to double back to this topic. I think it's the topic everyone wants to know, the interest rates, the anxiety that comes with it. Um, is it is it everything it's, it's cracked up to be? Uh, guys, we don't think it is. We've got the medication. We're going to talk to you about it. A few five pills to swallow, maybe an extra one as well. It's going to help you um, get through this curve and show you that, you know, this might be actually the best window to make your property dreams happen as well. And you know what? It's not forever. You're right, Steds. You've just got to come out of the other end. You've just got to come out of the end. You don't have to be a hero. Smash it. you just got to come out of the other end. So we're talking all the time with people. So we thought we'd give top five medications for people to look at. Even if it's not particularly cash in the bank medication, but it's actually food for the brain medication where people go, actually, thank you. I actually don't feel that stressed about the situation now that we've sort of yeah. spoken about it, things like that. Yeah. So it's quite easy. Um, and guys, it's a live show. So if you've got any questions, feel free to ask. Oh, What's Lisa please. asking about subtitles for? Have subtitles. She thinks she's on SBS. I don't know. Lisa, sorry. I'm over 40. I don't know how that works on here. Mark might help. What do subtitles mean? <laughs> it means what are you saying? Excellent. Okay. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready Can for you the first subtitles? one? Okay. I could, I'll, do, I'll do my version. You, you do okay. One. You one. Okay. So interest rate anxiety. Everyone's got it. We've got the medication. Top five facts. Watch this one. Ready? Boom. Has it come up? Oh, there it is. This yeah, one's from right. our guys at Shaw Financial. We've we've stolen this from those lovely boys. They're very clever mortgage brokers. Now, Stevs, do you yeah. want to take this from the top? Absolutely. So, I mean, you can see the column on the uh, on the left. Um, oh, sorry, on the right, it says the number of, de- of dwellings, so 10.8 million dwellings uh, throughout the Australian property market with a, uh, a real estate value of $9.4 trillion in that. Um, you can see how property compares to, say, your super, uh, superannuation uh, to, to stocks held by Australians, commercial real estate, residential real estate, $9.4 trillion, commercial real estate, $1.3 trillion worth of, uh, of property. Now, Let's look, a lot of people think, oh my God, we're on the brink, we're teetering a, 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 of a financial collapse and a housing collapse. 
the outstanding mortgage or debt that you can see on there is 2.1 trillion, right? So if you combine your residential and your commercial, you are just, I'm going to round it up, 10 and a half trillion. Um, and the outstanding mortgage or debt on that is 2.1. I mean, it's 20%. Um, so it's not that we're at 80%, you know, mortgage debt. Um, we're at 20%. We're at 20%. So 20% of the debt is 20% is of, the, of the housing value. Um, is, is, is what our level of debt is at the moment. So a lot of people thought, and, and when you talk to people that, you know, we're 60, 70%, 80%, you know, um, over mortgaged on the Australian property market, we're not. It's only a small amount. That's what I make out of it. That, that takes away from a bit of anxiety to think mm -hmm. that in our country, we've got $10 trillion of homes. We've got two odd trillion dollars of loans. That makes me feel a bit comfortable. Yeah, it's pretty stable. It's pretty stable. Pretty stable. But I mean, and, and housing makes up the majority as well. Like when you saw the the, the stocks and um, super, housing's where most Australians' wealth is as well. And we'll talk about it a little bit later. But um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about how the government's involved with this as well. But you know, most Australians have, have got this. Uh, housing, sorry, I should say, makes up the biggest value that, that Australians hold. And it's only logical that the biggest debt is going to be, you know, interest rates as well against that. So it's pretty, in, in my opinion, a 20%. Uh, should we use LVR as, as like a, a rough yeah. comment? 20% LVR is, you know, not too bad. Well, it's actually 80%. Um, we've got 80%. I, I feel safe. I feel safe. when I feel safe that if most of the country's wealth is held in property it's very close to the bosom of australians and close to the bosom of the government and close to the bosom bosom of the banks to yeah. look after that asset don't be mean to it it's where a lot of sentiments held absolutely absolutely yeah, you, you like the word bosom? bosom you're bosom buddies all right, so that's that's number one is just the, the level of debt is twenty percent. It's not eighty percent. Um, number number two, two, we're talking about the, the 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 percentage of everybody's talking. All the buyers, oh, I'm waiting. All the fixed rates are about to end. I'm going to cash in yes. as a buyer. Um, the market's yes. about to drop. Oh, My God, when the, when everyone <laughs> comes off their fixed rates, it's going to be what are we catastrophe. Do? Is what people are saying. Yeah, the market's over. Do you have anything? Do you have anything to fix my anxiety on that, Steve? I do. I do. You might be um, shocked to learn that only a third of the country's mortgages are going to be coming off fixed rates next year or this year. Sorry. So it, it's not. Again, it's not eighty percent. It's not ninety percent. It's thirty percent. It, or it's yeah, thirty percent. One in three. Um, will be coming off that fixed rate. So, so yeah. two-thirds have already climatised to the current rates, is what you're Absolutely. saying? Yeah, spot on. Spot on. So only one-third is sitting on fixed rates, guys. So sorry if you're a buyer and your strategy is that. Sorry if you paid money to somebody to tell you that it's going to be different. Um, that's where it is, one-third. Um, number three is that look the rates definitely pushing up the up the payments um but you but the rental cycle has just 
dramatically jumped. I know we're on the Northern Beaches, Mark, but look at what's going on here with prices on the rental side. Um, we were saying, you know, the flexibility now to be able to rent your home out and and take that income to help you to assist and, you know, go live with mum and dad or go go lease somewhere cheaper or, you know, live somewhere else as well and, and still hold the asset is very, very realistic as well. So if you are, you know, pushed towards that top end of your comfort level, there's an option to rent, which probably two or three years ago wasn't such a great idea if we were in this position. But today, with the way the market is and, and rental returns, and you can't go far without turning the TV on and there's lines out the door for, for rentability and and, um, and and numbers of stock out there. So rents have, rents have jumped. In the eye of, of, of property prices being affected by the rates, the rental market's absolutely boomed um, behind it. So if you've just tuned in, we, we're talking about interest rate anxiety we talked we're talking about the topic that we are most addressed with of real estate agents in the community steve and i thought about what can we talk about tonight what's the what's the elephant in the room it's definitely interest rates there's definitely anxiety around it so we thought what are some of the medications that people are throwing around or the way they're dealing with it there was you've just presented number three number yep. three is you rent the puppy out um and you've got these banging income of uh, 500 a week is 25 grand a year 700 a week is 35 grand a year 900 a week is 45 grand a year smashes the mortgage yeah so a really good rental number market four? number four um we were talking about how the gfc previously when when we've seen uh you know a change in, in housing prices um is more of an economic factor this year's factor is interest rate driven, which is a government control factor. So we were saying that, you know, this is not, this is something that the government's created by, well, uh, the RBA has created by putting up rates and that's what's really affecting our property market. Um, it's not that there's an external force beyond them that is controlling or dictating how our property market's going. GFC, you know, global finance and the whole economy across the world, the, the RBA, you know, COVID, that's right. We were at Mercia at COVID and, um, yeah. and those kind of factors. This is the RBA controlling our uh, inflation um, via their, their strategies, whether you agree with them or not, but this is what's going on. And it's something that can be reversed or changed, you know, if they need um, or controlled or monitored closer than a GFC or than COVID could have been or whatever else there might be going on in the world. This is... Um, Steves, that, that means a lot. That means a lot to me. Yeah. That means a lot. When I was when I was looking up the wall of COVID, and yeah. not a government, not a person, not a doctor, not a professor had the solution, or even the medication to make a change to COVID. I was worried. When I saw um, that happen with GFC, and it was a global thing, and it was a financial crisis, I was worried. I was like, no yeah. one's actually got the antidote or, or the you know to this. Um, but I like what you've just said about the government. I like what you've just said about if it gets real bad, too bad, they can always tweak the levers a little bit with interest rates. They can pull them back. It's yeah. true. Yeah. So it's a little bit more of a controlled environment than it would have been with some other things. So um, that's yeah. point number four. Point number four. Uh, number five was an interesting topic. We had our, we had some contribution from Michael Silich on this one. 
Um, and we yep. were talking about going through when you were, for people that have applied for loans, you know, previous to, to everything that happened um, in the last 12 months, the banks always had a built-in buffer for it as well. So it's not the this one. Important. Yeah, unaware. Mark, you might want to talk about the buffer a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, like I think I think there's always been a three or four percent buffer on top of what they loaned you. And that buffer's been going on for five or ten years, definitely three to five years, where banks have factored in that you will be able to afford a rate rise of two, three or four percent, more like four, maybe, you know, percent. Um, so the banks have actually looked at your honest numbers, looked at your honest situation, looked at your honest purchase and said, you know what, I think these guys can afford it even in higher time. So at the end of the day, if you've got a fixed rate and and you are paying and you're coming off those fixed rates and the rates are two, three, four percent more than your fixed rates, it's been factored in that you can afford it. You were whinging about it because they wouldn't lend you any more money and yeah. now it's rung true. That's all they loaned you and you're coming off that fixed rate. That's right. That's right. And, so, and yeah, Stens, a little bit of a there. If you're coming off a fixed rate, you've been assessed in the last three years. Yeah, that's right. That's a very, very valid point. Very valid right. Point. And if they've assessed you in the last couple of years, they've they've factored in um, a good solid um, rate rate rise into what they've lent you. So it yeah. can't be that bad. So that's that's point number five. I know we did say five facts exposed. So that's five. But um, I was also going to say, uh, if you're a buyer in this marketplace, it is a great it is a great opportunity to be buying property. You are ahead, unfortunately, uh, of your competitors that were out there 12 months ago um, buying. Uh, but something we're not seeing a lot of, and, and as the media you know, portrays doom and gloom, is forced sales, is these mortgagees in possession. Um, yeah. You know, we're on the front line selling every day, Mark, and you know, the number of clients we have that are in a position where they have to be forced is you know, really, really minimal. I haven't had one. Um, you know, maybe the officers had one where the where they said, "Look, this is probably a good idea for me to let this go," but it's not that the bank was was on their neck saying, "Hey, you know, we're taking this tomorrow if you don't move this." So, um, I think as a marketplace, you know, we're pretty active on the beaches. We can see there's not a lot of these mortgages in possession or, or those type of sales coming up, um, and that's the last thing, in my opinion, that the government wants. It's the last thing that the banks want. Um, and, and I think that if it ever did get to that point, like we were saying earlier, they could play with those levers, jiggle them around a little bit to, um, to keep it a bit tighter. But guys, look, overall, good property market, good time to buy, still good time to sell. If you're upsizing, you know, you've, you haven't been in a better market to upsize than you have been in the last, you know, probably 10 years than you are today. Can I say that would you prefer to buy a okay a million dollars yeah let me let me just let me just work this one out a million dollars prices have come back 20 percent. now it's 800 grand would you prefer to buy a property a year ago at two percent for a million dollars oh it depends or would you or would you prefer to buy a property today for eight hundred thousand dollars on a four percent interest rate I haven't done the sums, but I'd probably say at eight hundred thousand. Because uh, I know less yeah. off the cuff, straight up, straight out off the yeah. cuff. It's that is you are taking a twenty-five 
year, maybe even a 30-year mortgage on an extra $200,000. Like, how good is it that rates have gone up? How good is it that you're buying it for 200 grand less? And how good is it that the mortgage for your rest of life that you're paying interest on is going to be less? Yeah. I'm turning... I know I'm, I'm, I'm... Nah. I know I'm turning things around to suit to suit the salesperson, but it's bloody true. Yeah, and the rates will change in the future. These just because the rates are where they are today doesn't mean they're here. You know, in five years' time, ten years, ten years ago they weren't where they are today, and nor were they three years ago. So, um, you know, who's going to say in three years you can refinance to an even better position and you, and you've got a smaller loan? So I I agree with you on that one, Mark. Hundred percent. It's a good one. It's a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a show, and hopefully we've taken away a little bit of interest and anxiety for everyone today. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Good to see you again. It's been a while. Thanks, Ledge. You're a legend. <laughs> I love doing lives with you. You're so... Well, look, oh. it's, it's, it's still daylight savings outside here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. See ya. Yeah.